0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary.
1: VTW. Group void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hail hey, West Virginia. Hail hey, West Virginia. Darius Nichols, if you don't know, he's a mountaineer great he won 20-plus games in four, four years at West Virginia. He's been super successful every single place that he's went. He's recruited uh, big-time players who's went to the NBA. He's went to the Sweet 16, won an NBA, uh, NIT championship. Man, the Mountaineers' very own, Darius Nichols. What's up, baby? How you doing, man? I'm good. We're you? really good. So right now, we know you're down there coaching at Florida, and uh, that's a little different. You know, we you start out at Walford, but everywhere you've been, you've been successful. So this is the off season, right?
2: Uh not necessarily the off season, but it's, it's, it's quiet season.
1: Okay, so you start
2: out the so, recruiting. So right now, so right now, yeah, we're, we're not allowed to go out and recruit right now. We can have kids on campus, but we can't leave campus.
1: Oh, okay. Well, well, that's good. That's good for us yeah. to know because like, uh, there's a lot of people who don't really understand how that goes. I don't either. So there's one of the, you know, Dell so, so when does it resume?
2: So they, they've changed it. So this uh, this year we're allowed to go out in June. And uh, so the NCAA is trying to give more control back into uh, the high school coaches. So we're actually allowed to go watch high school teams and, and certain certified events. Um So we couldn't do that in the past, but this year we have two weekends in June where we can go see them with the high school teams. And then one weekend in July where we can go see them with the AAU teams, where in the past it was like three straight weeks in July with the AAU teams and nothing with the high school team.
1: No, we absolutely love it. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So So bringing it back to WVU, man. No, no, no. We, we know you were an outstanding player at WVU, but you also—I mean—you played for Bobby Huggins, but you also ju- played for John Beeline. And the funny thing is, like, they're two completely different coaches. Like, what was the experience? What was the experience playing with John Beeline compared to the experience you had playing with Coach Huggins? Um,
2: it was it was different. You know, with Beeline, he recruited me. So so Beeline recruited me. He started when I was in the ninth grade um, when he was in Richmond. So he kept that relationship going and then he ended up getting West Virginia job. So, um, you know, he kept recruiting me there. I guess he thought I was good enough to play at that level too. Um, so then, you know, once he got West Virginia job, I was even more, I was even more excited. So I had, I had known him for a long time before I played for him. Um, okay. so then, it was, you know, we had that relationship built up over the years and then, you know, playing for him for three years and then, you know, when b left, it was like everybody was saying, okay, Bob Huggins is coming back home. And I didn't believe it. You know, you just, you know, Huggins, is, you know, he's legendary, especially especially around there in West Virginia and, and college basketball. So yep. I was kind of like, man, there's no way. You know, you was hearing rumors and, and all this stuff. And then, you know, when he walked in the gym and, you know, we found out he was coming, it was kind of like, oh, man, like, he is here. So, you know, so he what- has a presence about him.
1: Yeah, what was the difference playing with between
2: fun. them? Um, you know, with, with B-Line, it was more with B-Line, It was more offensively driven. Where Hugs, is more you know, it's more defense. But yeah. a lot of people don't give Hugs enough credit for what he does offensively. Um, you know, with, with B-Line, we was mostly zone. We had a whole bunch of guys out there. We couldn't guard, so we had to play zone,
1: and
2: that's what we did. And then. Hugs came in and in, in the fall of it, or that next year and we were we were all man to man. And yeah. You know, you don't really now that I look at it, you don't understand what you can be good at until you emphasize it. You know, with, with Hugs it was he exercised rebounding and defense. With D he exercised, you know, not good turn him. the ball over and, and, and making shots.
1: It's it's because we talked uh, to Deshaun Butler, I was able to say t- talk to Deshaun Butler like one on one. And I actually asked him the exact same question, and what, his answer was Beeline teaches you basketball 101. Huggins yeah. teaches you how to be a man.
2: Yes. And you know what the thing is with, with Hugs, too? I, I do agree with what Desan said. With Hugs, it's like, you know, he tries to not try to break you down. We'll basically try to break you down and then build you <laughs> up. That's, that's what, kind of what it is. So, you know, the first, the first few practices, I, you know, I was a senior, so. I had been through the grind of college basketball, so I was like, man, this is this is rough. <laughs> Even as a yeah, senior, but yeah. I was like, this is making me this is making me a complete basketball player. Um and I always tell guys like you know, that the play for him, I say, You gotta listen to the message. You know, you get caught in the tone of how he delivers it and all that stuff. You gotta listen to the message.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's one of the things where you gotta push yourself. Sometimes you need somebody to push you to the limit before you know where your limit's at. Right. But going back to John Beeline, right. what, what I love is you experience, experience so many things. Like you had, what, 420-plus win seasons with you know John Beeline and Huggins. My favorite thing is we think about the NIT, and there's a lot of times where me, I always think about Frank Young. Frank Young came up big in that championship game. But if you look at the semifinals right. Right. versus Mississippi State, it's not just that you hit the game winner. It's not just that you hit the game winner. Yeah. The thing I really appreciated, and and really for me like sank in and like felt like it was more than average, is the fact that with four seconds left, you missed the game winning shot, and it bounced off of Mississippi oh, yeah, State yeah, players. And then right after that, Coach Beeline draws up a play for it to come <laughs> right back to you, and you hit the shot. What was that like? Like to realize he had that much faith in you.
2: Um, you know, what's crazy is that that play that he drew up, <clears throat> you know, he, that's when West Virginia had a coaching clinic every every fall
0: yeah.
2: um, on campus. So just guys from all over the country just come in and share ideas. So that play he actually got from that coaching clinic. Um, and then we had never we had never really worked on it. And then he just drew it up. He knew they were going to kind of focus on Frank because Frank was hot through the whole uh, NIT. And, yeah, and, uh, he really was. You know, so, so he, uh, said, okay, they're not going to expect me to get the, get the catch and, and shoot. So I think if you watch it closely, and I'm glad you brought that up because now me being a coach, I look at it differently. I'm like, if Mississippi State just would have defense to rebound the ball, the game would have been over. Um, you know, so that yeah, first shot So, yeah.
1: But it bounced off him. You know, barely, he didn't catch it cleanly. It bounced he, off him. You got another chance. Right. Right. So, you know, when I got another
2: chance at it, it was like, it's one of those situations everybody's like, okay, man, it's a pressure shot. It's like, I mean, what else do you want to do when the ball's in your hand? You haven't nothing else to do but but shoot the ball so
1: it's really not a no no time. no but you you say that it's nothing else <laughs> to do with it, but shoot the ball but like we all know like we've played with a million people I'm sure you've played with a million people there's people who excel in those pressure situations and there's people who don't really want the ball they may be great players and I hate right. to say it Blake Griffin is one of them he can fill <laughs> up the cup last minute you can look in his eyes dude doesn't want the ball so you come off of yeah. just missing a big time three pointer. Game could have been over, season could have been over, career could have been over. You get another chance and you shoot it like it's 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 a Tuesday. It's just another Tuesday, man. Goes in.
2: <laughs> yeah, How- you know the crazy part about it like my freshman year I had a bad habit of stepping on the three point line. So I would always shoot long two pointers. And okay. D-line used to go at me all the time about that. So I was surprised I was actually behind the three point line. It took two years to get me behind, actually behind <laughs> the three point line. Right. So you think about it, if I would have, I would have been on line. We would have over overtime.
1: No, I, I love it. The other thing is, while you were at college at WVU, man, like you, not like I, I've said this three times, you guys had a bunch of wins. You, you were really in the glory heyday of West Virginia basketball. But you also played yep. against a bunch of NBA players. Like, I look, I put up yeah. a bunch of, uh, like. excuse me, I say I, but I'm, I'm going to scratch that and say RVK put up a bunch of throwback Thursdays. And it's funny because every picture we put up, there's Darius Nichols <laughs> in the mix. Russell Brestbrook, yeah. UCLA, in Morgantown, yeah. in Motown, in the Coliseum. There's Darius Nichols guarding him. Next play, we got, we got Chris Paul. This dude is still in the playoffs, playing hard. Tied 2-2 with the Golden State Warriors. You know who was guarding him? Darius Nichols. So who was – like you played a lot of great players. Who was the best yeah. player that yeah. you ever came across that you were like, man, this dude is the truth?
2: Um, the best, you know what? The best, the actually, what a, the hardest guy for me to guard is not even in the NBA. Okay, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Levance Fields at Pittsburgh.
1: Oh, okay. I don't know if okay. you remember the
2: point guard. He, yeah, yeah, Levance Fields at Pittsburgh. He, I mean, he looked like Levance looked like he was overweight, but he he would get by anybody. So like, if he got you on his hip, he would buy you.
1: Who who else but was there with LeVance Fields I'm, that that year? Oh let me cut you off. Who else was there with LeVance Fields that year? Krauser yeah. was it um, no, my No
2: Krauser was before him.
1: Okay Crouser okay. Was
2: before him. I think they had the big I think they had the big boy that played in the NBA for a while. He's coaching now. Aaron Gray was I think he was there maybe one of okay. those years. No, I feel, Sam Young. Remember Sam Young? Sam, Sam Young, yes, the, think, yes. Look, yes, I'm not trying I to think
1: hate Sam Young. I'm not trying to hate, <laughs> and I hate Pitt. <laughs> lowercase p that's my brother's name is is yeah. his, his name on on instagram and twitter and all that is i also hate pit but the truth is yeah. the years they had sam young and james i think the last name was james yeah sam young yeah, and some james oh. um um i felt like Pitt had a good enough squad to win it all yeah, I really win. did. I really did. And I I'm glad you brought that up because there's a few years they had a, they had enough talent to win it all and they typically pit it. So
2: And <laughs> hey, you hey you know what's crazy about the whole uh when we played Russell Westbrook, you know that story behind it, right? So no, that sir, was the tell, year we went to the NIT. Hey, tell us, tell us, tell us. So, so, Jay Billis, you know, when they do bracketology and all that stuff. So, yeah. when it came down to the bracketology, Darren Collison was the point guard. And so, Darren Collison didn't play that game when we beat UCLA at home.
1: I remember that, yeah. You
2: know, he was sprained his ankle, so he didn't play. So, then when it came down, you know, selection Sunday, and they're doing all the experts and talking, Jay Billis says, yeah, I like West Virginia, but, you know, they beat a number two UCLA team, but – you know they were without their starting point guard, Derrick Collison. Their backup was Russell Westbrook. Think about that. So yeah. they 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 called that they called that not a quality win because Derrick Collison was hurt.
1: No, always, always. It feels like <laughs> they always have a reason to water it down. What we do. All right, yeah, so so I
2: think about that every now and then.
1: No, that's okay. I mean, that, that's how it goes. <laughs> you know, here's off the cuff question: Do you feel like you ever had a squad that could, that should have won it all? Like you go, not, you go to sleep at night and think, man, this squad that I had had the talent to win it all, and I felt like we should have.
2: Um, you know what? I don't really. I never felt like that because the year we went to the lead eight, I didn't think we would go that far. Gotcha. So, you, you never know. Um, now, looking back on it, I think my sophomore year team was probably our best team.
1: All right. Tell us. Um, tell tell us you know, We lost who, on
2: the buzzer beater.
1: Hey, re- remind us who was on that squad.
2: It was, uh, you know, Pitsnoggle, uh Gansey, Hair Bear, Zadie, uh, me, Alexander, Ruoff.
1: Wow. Uh, They signed,
2: and those guys weren't
1: there yet. Um, I always said, by the way, don't get mad at me. Don't 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 get offended at me. I always said back in the day, there's some of the teams that West Virginia had that made the biggest advancements in the tournament that were the most unathletic, (laughs) unathletic teams that ever made it deep in the tournament. There's real talk. Hey, I know, I
2: know. That's why we had to make we had to make threes. We shot a lot of threes because we knew that we, we knew we couldn't get in layups and
1: dunks. Yes, absolutely, man. All right, so so here's a question. Here's a good question, man. Zion Williams took college basketball by storm. That dude. Here's the thing: people who don't know Zion Williams, if you didn't know who he was, tune in for a game. I finally, finally, after all this talk, tune into a game. This dude is a monster. Like he caught the ball outside the paint and took a step and dunked it. This dude is a monster. Yeah. Question to you is, you've watched a lot of basketball, you coached a lot down there at Florida, you've been in a bunch of big games. Who would who would win at a meeting at the rim? Sagaba Kanate <laughs> That's right, get ready for it. Sagaba Kanate yeah. oh, or Zion man. Williams. Who would win at the rim? Uh it could,
2: it could go <laughs> Oh man. I I think uh, I think Zion has got him. I think you know why this is a lot. This is a
1: okay, lot. I'm listening. I'm listening. So, so,
2: so, so usually, like, you don't see a lot of lefties, and I know Zion can dunk right, left, whatever, but he usually goes with the left. But with a shot blocker that's that's going against lefties, it's different. And I know Sags has got unbelievable timing, but I, I just think when you go up with your left hand, even I'm a lefty and I guard lefties, it's just different because you don't see a lot of lefties. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm giving the Zion. I know I know Sag can get up there with him, but I'm. I think he's going to throw his timing off with the left hand.
1: Absolutely. No, no. I, I I I hear what you're saying. Any chance you ever come back to WVU as a coach?
2: You said have I?
1: No. Any chance you ever come back oh, to idiot. WVU as a coach?
2: Uh, I mean, you know, that's home, so. You know my my end goal. I would I would love to be a head coach, and you know to have a chance to what they be a head coach of West Virginia when this when when Hugs decides he wants to be done with it would be, be a dream come true. So, a so yeah, I a mean, hug yeah,
1: Hugs can't coach forever, man. We love Hugs. Look, I've said this a million times on the show. If you're a West Virginia West Virginian, you you thank God for two things. You thank God for Cole and you thank God for Bobby Huggins. It's <laughs> the no truth, doubt. Man. No, no doubt. Absolutely, man. No doubt. Hey, look, we really appreciate you coming on. Give us a little bit of your time. We know you're down there coaching at Florida. You've been at Walford. You've done an amazing job there. Um, you've been successful every single place you've been, including here at West Virginia, because we always say, once a Mountaineer, always a Mountaineer. Legitimately, we couldn't appreciate you more for coming on the show and just giving us a little bit of your time. But we are going to give you the questions that we give everybody who comes on the show. So are you ready? It's rapid Uh-oh, fire. Got you got to give me your answer. It's rapid fire. <laughs> like like, like how, much, how much time do I get in the rapid fire? Just Man, you got, you got a few seconds, son. <laughs> no, don't play. Don't play. You got <laughs> okay. a few seconds. All right. First question. <laughs> All right. Does ketchup go on a hot dog? Yes. Okay. All right. The big one. This is a big one. Now get ready. Lion King or Toy Story? Lion King. Ah, My dude, all right, so my brother always says Toy Story. I try to tell him, man, it's not even close. It's yeah, Lion King by no, far.
2: No, Lion King, Lion King brings some tears
1: out. Oh, my dude, look, 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 I'm a G, so, you know, I can't say tears, but... Yeah, you can. Know, I, feel- <laughs> I feel you, I feel you. All right, all right, big question right here. What is the best Pop-Tart? Strawberry. Oh man, that's my so, brother's answer. He would be cheering take right s'more? now. You gonna say s'mores? You gonna, take s'mores? You no. gonna say s'mores? No, brown sugar, babe I get No, no, ice. no, not even some See, Brown, brown sugar, sugar, brown sugar has to be heated up
2: to be good.
1: Nah, son, brown sugar is the best. That that is my <laughs> stuff right it there. Be, but all
2: right, it has to be heated up.
1: All right, so last question. Last question is a big one. If you're feeling like French fries. What is the best place to go get fast food French fries? He ended up saying Burger King. Hey, it's Jordan. Um, So at this point in the show, Jeremy had some technical issues and had to cut the show short, unfortunately. So we're going to have to end the show right here. And now a word from our sponsors.
0: Rat Me Voice! Big shout to Shrinkables! Shrinkables. Shrinkables. Supporting the RVK partnership since day one. The Raspy Voice Kids are brought to you in part by the Pizza Place in Morgantown. They have the official pepperoni roll of the Raspy Voice Kids. They are located at 3011 North Point Plaza in Morgantown, West Virginia. If you are in town near the mile ground, you got to get to the Pizza Place. It is the greatest pizza you will ever taste. I don't care what anybody says. Shout out to our boys, Mike and Luca. We love our man, Jim Ashley, the quintessential businessman and international world traveler, Jim Ashley. We thank you for being a sponsor and partner with the show. We love having you on. Can't wait till you're here again. Want to give a big shout out to Astork Auto, the leader in luxury automobiles and in service in the entire state of West Virginia. Jamie Spears, the man with the plan down there at Astork Auto of Charleston. When you get there, Tell them the raspy voice kids sent you. We want to give a big, loud shout and proud applause to sports fans. Mr. Chad Rogers doing big things down there in Taze Valley. If you get a chance, go check him out. He's got your gear. He's got your autographs and he's got the events. Chad Rogers and sports fans of West Virginia.
1: Astor of Charleston is West Virginia's premier automotive luxury dealer. We sell Land Rover, Jaguar, Mercedes-Benz, Volvo, and Audi brands. We also have a wide variety of pre-owned luxury cars at our store on Corridor G. Our service department also goes the extra mile and aims to exceed your expectations. We offer free pickup and delivery on service appointments to make your life easier. Come experience a new level of service. Astorgado of Charleston, a tradition of
0: automotive excellence.
1: Learn more at AstorGato.com.